Section 40 of The Sunny Side. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Eberly Thomas. The Sunny Side by A. A. Milne. The Last Straw. It was one of those summer evenings with the chill on, so after dinner we lit the smoking-room fire and wondered what to do. There were eight of us, just the right number for two bridge-tables, or four piquet pairs, or eight patients' singles. Oh, no, not cards, said Celia quickly. They're so dull. Not when you get a grand slam, said our host, thinking of an accident which had happened to him the night before. Even then I don't suppose anybody laughed. Peter and I, who were partners on that occasion, admitted that we hadn't laughed. Well, there you are, said Celia triumphantly. Let's play Proverbs. I don't think I'd know it, said Herbert. He wouldn't. Oh, it's quite easy. First you think of a proverb. Like, a burnt camel spoils the moss, I explained. You mean a burnt child dreads the fire, corrected Herbert. Celia caught my eye and went on hurriedly. Well, then somebody goes outside, and then he asks questions. From outside? asked Mrs. Herbert. From inside, I assured her. Generally from very near the fire, because he has got so cold waiting in the hall. Oh, yes, I see. And then he asks questions, and we each have to get one of the words of the proverb into our answer without letting him know what the proverb is. It's rather fun. Peter and his wife, who knew the game, agreed. Mrs. Herbert seemed resigned to the worst, but Herbert, though faint, was still pursuing. But doesn't he guess what the proverb is? he asked. Sometimes, I admitted, but sometimes, if we are very, very clever, he doesn't. That, in fact, is the game. Our host got up and went to the door. I think I see, he said, and I want my pipe anyhow, so I'll go out first. Now then, said Celia, when the door was safely closed, what shall we have? Of course you know this game, and you know the difficulty of thinking of a proverb which has no moss or stable doors or glass houses in it, all of them words which it is impossible to include naturally in an answer to an ordinary question. The proverbs which Mrs. Herbert suggested were full of moss. What about it's never too late to mend, said Mrs. Peter. The only difficult word is mend. We mustn't have less than seven words, one for each of us. Can't we get something from Solomon for a change, said Peter? A roaring lion is a calamity to its father, but the cautious man cometh not again, that sort of thing. We might try it, said Celia doubtfully, not feeling quite sure if it were a real proverb, but cometh would be difficult. I don't see why, said Herbert. One could always work it in somehow. Well, of course, if he asked you, by what train cometh thou up in the mornings, you could answer, I cometh up by the 10.15, only you don't get that sort of question as a rule. Oh, I see, said Herbert. I didn't quite understand. 
after all it's really much more fun having camels and things said celia it's the last straw that breaks the camel's back who'll do camels you'd better she added kindly to me everybody but myself seemed to think that this was much more fun i'll do straw said peter generously whereupon celia volunteered for breaks there were seven of us for nine words we gave mrs herbert the second the fearing to trust her with anything more alarming and in order to keep it in the family we gave the other the to herbert who was also responsible for back our hostess had last and mrs peter had that all this being settled our host was admitted into his smoking-room again you begin with me i said and i was promptly asked how many blue beans make five when i had made a suitable answer into which its came without much difficulty our host turned to herbert herbert's face had already assumed a look of strained expectancy well herbert what do you think of lloyd george yes said herbert yes uh, yes he wiped the perspiration from his brow he uh, that is to say uh, lloyd george yes is that the answer said our host rather surprised herbert explained hastily that he hadn't really begun yet and with the aid of an anecdote about a cousin of his who had met winston churchill at dieppe once he managed to get the in several times before blowing his nose vigorously and announcing that he had <coughs> finished i believe he's playing a different game murmured celia to mrs peter the next three words were disposed of easily enough a lucky question to peter about the weather giving him an opportunity to refer to his straw hat it was now celia's turn for breaks nervous i asked her all of a twitter she said well celia said our host how long are you going to stay with us oh a long time yet said celia confidently till wednesday anyhow i interrupted thinking it a good opportunity to clinch the matter we generally stay explained celia until our host breaks it to us that he can't stick us any longer not that that often happens i added look here which of you is answering the question i am said celia firmly well have you answered it yet to tell the truth i've quite forgotten the word that oh i remember now yes she went on very distinctly and slowly i hope to remain under your roof until next wednesday morn Whew! and she fanned herself with her handkerchief mrs herbert repeated her husband's triumph with the and then it was my turn again for these horrible camels my only hope was that our host would ask me if i'd been to the zoo lately but i didn't see why he should he didn't would it surprise you to hear he asked that the president of czechoslovakia has a very long beard if it had only been goats i murmured to myself aloud i said what in the hope of gaining a little more time he repeated his question no i said slowly no it wouldn't and i telegraphed an appeal to celia for help she nodded back at me 
"'Have you finished?' asked our host. "'Good Lord, no! <laughs> I shall be half an hour yet. The fact is, you've asked the wrong question. You see, I've got to get in moss.' "'I thought it was camels,' said Celia carelessly. "'No, moss. Now, if you'd only ask me a question about gardening. You see, the proverb we wanted to have, first of all, was people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Only throw was so difficult, almost as difficult as... I turned to Celia. What was it you said just now? Oh, yes, camels. <laughs> or stable doors, or frying pans. However, there it is, and I enlarged a little more on the difficulty of getting in these difficult words. "'Thank you very much,' said our host faintly when I had finished. It was the last straw which broke the camel's back, and it was Herbert who stepped forward blithely with the last straw. Our host, as he admitted afterwards, was still quite in the dark, and with his last question he presented Herbert with an absolute gift. "'When do you go back to Devonshire?' he asked. "'We, er, uh, return next month.' answered Herbert. I should say, he added hastily, we go back next month. My own private opinion was that the sooner he returned to Devonshire, the better. End of The Last Straw Recording by Eberly Thomas